You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, December the 6th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The Al Jazeera Media Network has submitted a formal request to the International Criminal Court at The Hague to investigate and prosecute those responsible for killing veteran Palestinian-American journalist Shireen Abu Akleh in Jenin some seven months ago. The network said evidence it presented overturns claims by Israeli authorities that the journalist was killed in crossfire. An inquiry team appointed by the IDF chief of staff at the time had concluded that it could not be determined with certainty who shot the journalist. The probe found there was a high likelihood she was accidentally hit by IDF fire during the clashes, but did not rule out the possibility that she was hit by Palestinian gunfire. Prime Minister Yair Lapid said in response to the Al Jazeera appeal to the ICC to investigate the death that no one will investigate IDF soldiers and no one will preach to us about morals in warfare, certainly not Al Jazeera. Defense Minister Benny Gantz, while expressing condolences over the death of the journalist, stressed that this was a combat scenario that was investigated thoroughly. He said international officials and Al Jazeera should go investigate what is happening to reporters in Iran and nearby regions where Al Jazeera operates. The UN envoy for the Middle East, Tor Wensland, was summoned to the foreign ministry over his remarks about a weekend stabbing attack in Hawara, south of Nablus. In the attack, a Palestinian man stabbed and lightly injured an Israeli police officer and then attempted to grab another Israeli police officer's rifle, stabbing him as well, which prompted the officer to fatally shoot him. In a tweet, the envoy wrote that he was horrified by the killing of the Palestinian man in a scuffle with an Israeli soldier, offered condolences to the family, and said such incidents must be fully investigated. Coalition politics. Outgoing Justice Minister Gidon Saar of the National Unity Party has called on President Isaac Herzog to refuse the expected request of Prime Minister-designate Benjamin Netanyahu of the Likud to extend his mandate to form a government. Saar wrote on Twitter that presentation of signatures by the factions in the Netanyahu bloc to hold a vote on changing the Knesset speaker shows that the formation of the government has been concluded. Saar said Netanyahu's request to the president for additional days is a deception. With a speaker of their choice in place, the aim is to pass personal and problematic laws demanded by Netanyahu's partners before the establishment of the government, Saar said. This is not why the president is given the authority to extend the mandate. The Likud reported significant progress in coalition contacts last night, but a Khan reporter says Netanyahu is still expected to ask for an extension of his mandate to form a government, which expires on December 12th. The president can approve another 14 days. Meanwhile, Knesset Speaker Mickey Levy of Yeshatid, having received a request from the 64 members of the factions comprising the future coalition, has scheduled a Knesset plenum session for Monday to vote on the new speaker. 
In the Knesset today, Education Minister Yifat Shashabiton convened an emergency discussion in protest over the, de- the decision to transfer from the ministry in the next government responsibility for external educational programs and schools to the head of the Noam Party, intended Deputy Minister Avi Maoz. Prime Minister Yair Lapid said at the debate that the next Education Minister of Israel will not be responsible for the educational system. They have chopped it up into pieces for the wrong reasons. Netanyahu is so weak that anyone who wants something immediately gets it. Nothing is sacrosanct in their eyes, not the IDF, not rule of law, not the education of the country's children. The sole representative of the incoming coalition who took part in the discussion, Likud M.K. Shlomo Karai, attacked the participants claiming that, and he claimed that Bible studies had been taken out of the educational system for anti-Zionist content via private groups. Benjamin Netanyahu's corruption trial at the Jerusalem District Court. The testimony is taking place this morning of the deputy to the director general of the communications ministry, Maimon Shmila, as part of deliberations in case 4000, the so-called Bezek Walla affair. Israel and Bahrain are reportedly on the verge of signing a free trade agreement. A con reporter says that progress on the matter was made after President Isaac Herzog's visit to Bahrain. And the World Cup in Qatar. Brazil and Croatia advanced to the quarterfinals last night after winning their respective matches. Today, the last games of the round of 16 will be played. At 5 p.m., Morocco and Spain face each other. At 9 p.m., Portugal and Switzerland face each other. The World Cup matches can be watched on Con 11 and the Con apps. The 9 p.m. match will also be broadcast on Reshet Bet. The weather outlook, colder, local rain from the north to the northern Negev, chance of isolated storms in the north and center, a slight chance of flooding in streams in the Judean Desert and Dead Sea regions. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 15, Tel Aviv 21, Haifa 16, Beersheba 20, and in a lot going up to 24 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.